I love this series because I know for a fact that God has called us to be creative. He's our creator and we should be creative. And I just really believe that uh, God is calling his people to be pliable. So this morning I want to talk about being pliable, being flexible, um, whatever the circumstances are. And isn't this the perfect season to be pliable? I have two scriptures, Jeremiah 18, 2 to 4, uh, and 2 Timothy 2.21. Jeremiah says this, Go down to the potter's house, and there I will give you a message. So I went down to the potter's house, and I saw him working at the wheel. This is a potter. But the pot he was shaping from the clay was marred in his hands. So the potter formed it into another pot, shaping it as seemed best to him. 2 Timothy 2.21 says this, If you keep yourself pure, you will be a special utensil for honourable use. For your life will be clean and you will be ready for the Master to use you for every good work. You see, God is the potter and we are the clay. Are you flexible? Are you pliable for God to use? And I found from time to time, I can get a bit cracked and hard and um, not flexible. And I'm praying that you would hear this and start to see things in your life that you think, okay, I need to be flexible in that area. You know, it says in Genesis 2, 27, that God created us from the dust of the earth and He moulded us, He shaped us. Ephesians 2, 10 says that we are God's masterpiece so we can do good things He planned for us long ago. We are purposed to be creative. We are purposed because we are a masterpiece. God created us to be useful. I want you to remember that line. God created you to be useful. We're not meant to be useless. He wants to use us so we can make a difference in this world, in our worlds. I just pray that you would make a difference. And uh, I've asked this question, how can I be useful? Even during lockdown, how can I be useful? And I was reading Psalm 92, 12 to 15, and it talks about, um, I just highlighted a few words. It says that the godly will flourish like a palm tree. They will grow strong. So we will flourish. We will grow strong. Um, also, it says that even in old age, this is good news for some. I'm saying it to myself because I think I'm old. Uh, even in old age, they will still produce fruit. And that is good news. They will remain vital and green. They will declare, the Lord is just, He is my rock. There is no evil in Him. So I thought we could be practical. How can I be useful, God? Number one, we need to keep learning. And I love this quote from Michelangelo. He was 87 when he said this, I'm still learning. He was an amazing artist. And he... Um, uh, Sistine Chapel, you think of that. But he said, I'm still learning. And I find that when you stop learning, you stop creating. So we've got to learn. We've got to keep our creative flow by learning. Uh, we just got a puppy and I've never been a dog person, but I thought, how am I going to learn how to train a puppy during lockdown? So I went onto YouTube and watched The Dog Whisperer and had to get tips from him because I didn't even know what I was doing. And uh, I just realized, oh, wow, you know, it's not easy training a puppy. But I had to learn. I was 34 years old when I learned how to swim. Now, that's old. But I want to encourage you, it's never too late 
So keep learning. Get the Word of God into you. Get some wisdom. It says in Proverbs 4, 7, getting wisdom is the wisest thing to do. That's a cool scripture, eh? Getting wisdom is the wisest thing to do. So are you learning? Or do you think you know it all? Keep learning. Number two, keep loving. Keep loving through how God has wired you. Now, I've heard of stories of people that have been making meals for those that are new parents, making meals for families that are struggling. We saw in the video before about the food packages, and that's a way that we can love on people. Maybe uh, you can't do that practically. Maybe you can encourage someone through a text message, but keep loving. Keep loving through the way God has wired you, authentically you. Keep laughing. Now, can I be honest? During this lockdown, there was hardly any laughter. So I had to watch comedies, funny video clips to keep me laughing. Because I found that, you know, um, during this lockdown, I thought, God, where's my joy gone? And you see, the joy of the Lord is your strength. The joy of the Lord is my strength. And research has been done where they say that laughter has a positive effect on our health and our longevity. So if you're listening right now and you need to laugh, I want to encourage you, just laugh right now. Maybe LOL in the chat. Ha, 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 ha. Make yourself laugh because it's good for you. And maybe you're asking, where's the scripture reference, Kathy? Well, it's in Proverbs 17, 22. A cheerful heart is good like medicine, but a broken spirit saps a person's strength. So a cheerful heart Get some joy into you. Maybe talk to someone that makes you laugh. You know, make someone else laugh if, if they're feeling a bit down, but just get the joy back into your life. Keep, keep laughing. So keep learning, keep loving, keep laughing. What we also need to do is we've got to keep leaning. Now it says in Proverbs 3, 5, it says, Trust in the Lord, lean not on your own understanding. So we've got to trust, we've got to lean into Him. Lean into Christ. Cast all your cares upon Him because He cares for you. Lean into Him. So just keep leaning into Him. I haven't added this part in, but I just want to say, keep listening. Tune yourself to the voice of the Holy Spirit. There are so many voices, so many distractions out there that could keep your focus on on millions of things, but keep your full attention. Keep listening to the Holy Spirit. I want to encourage you. So keep leaning, keep listening. See, it's God's hands that want to shape us into Christ's image. So God has created us to be useful, but He's also there to shape us. He is the potter and we are the clay. Sometimes we get it the wrong way around where we think we're the potter. And he's a clay and we complain to him like Job did. Job 10, 8, 9, it says this. Your hand shaped me and made me. Will you now turn and destroy me? Remember that you molded me like clay. Will you now turn me to dust again? He was going through a hard time. I've had complaints like that to God. But when we experience pressure, just remember, I want you to visualize he is the potter. He is in control. And 2 Corinthians 4, 7 says this. 
We now have this light shining in our hearts, but we ourselves are like fragile clay jars. You know, in this season, we may be feeling fragile, like clay jars. But remember this, He is the potter. And containing the clay jar is this great treasure. We have the Holy Spirit in us. This makes it clear that our great power is from God and not from ourselves. It comes from Him. That great power comes from Him, not from ourselves, all our achievements. Yeah, He's gifted us. But remember who our Creator is, who the potter is. We are pressed on every side by troubles, but we are not crushed. We are perplexed, but we are not driven to despair. We are hunted down, but never abandoned by God. We get knocked down, but we get up again. No, it says, but we are not destroyed. So remember this. He is a potter and we are the clay. You know, the revelation I got during this time is that, you know, the potter is at his wheel and the wheel is spinning. And I really felt like, man, I feel like our world is spinning right now. I feel like things are out of control. But when a potter sticks that lump of clay onto the wheel, he has to center it. Because if it's off center, we get a bit wobbly, um, we collapse, and the potter has to bring the clay back to the center. And it was like the Lord was saying to me, Kathy, you need to keep me at the center. I want you to be centered in me. And I really believe that's a word for the church. Be centered in Christ. He wants you to be centered. Like the wheel is spinning, the potter's wheel is spinning. But when you watch a potter molding that clay, he's got his hand on the inside and on the outside, and he's controlling the clay. And maybe you feel like your life is out of control, but remember, he's the potter. He's got everything in control. And that is good news that God is in control. He is sovereign. And so he's got his hand on the inside of our life. We have the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit gives us life and life abundantly. The Holy Spirit gives us energy. And so it's like the potter, inside and outside. And sometimes we feel wobbly. And it's like God was saying to me, hey, remember who I am? I'm the potter. And you notice that when the potter is molding the clay, he needs water. And it says in Ephesians 5, 20, uh, 5, 25 to 26, that the water represents the Word of God. We need the Word of God to shape us during this time. Every day of my life, I need the water of His Word to shape me. Because I know that if it doesn't shape me, something else is going to shape me. Like a fence, like unforgiveness like disappointment. And what does that do? Without the water of God's Word, I can get hard and cracked. And I can, you know, get out of control and I can be disfigured. And it's like I'm away from the potter. I become unmoldable. And that's why God wants us to be pliable in His hands. Just adding that water, God's Word to shape us back into line, back to the centre and so Jesus, I'm always praying, can you just keep me centered? Because I feel a little bit off balance. While I'm on the wheel, I know that you're 
in control. It's like you're in the will of God. Get it? Okay, anyway, that was a lame joke. Isaiah 45, 9 says this. What sorrow awaits those who argue with their creator? Does a clay pot argue with its maker? Does the clay dispute with the one who shapes it, saying, stop, you're doing it wrong? Does a pot exclaim, how clumsy can you be? And I found that when I've whinged and moaned to God during this lockdown, stop, you're doing this wrong. God, come on. I know some of us watch those updates on TV and we yell that at the government, you know, the government, don't we? But it's like God saying, I'm in control. Stop your whining. Who's the potter and who's the clay? Isaiah 64, 8 says this, Yet you, Lord, are our Father. We are the clay and you are the potter. We are all the work of your hand. You are the work of God's hand. And that gives me, that gives me strength knowing that God is the potter and I'm the clay. And when I have questions, and there's nothing wrong with having questions, I know that He is in control. And the last point I want to make is that God's hands reshape our broken dreams. Maybe you're feeling disappointed about how things have worked out. There's a word going around, I know, with businesses and leadership, and it's the word languishing. And they're saying people are languishing, disappointed when their plans don't come to fruition. And basically, basically that's been this lockdown, 2020, 2021. There's been some languishing going on. But I want to tell you that God can reshape your broken dreams. Jeremiah 18, 3 to 4, and I love the message version. It says this, So I went to the potter's house, and sure enough, the potter was there, working away at his wheel. Whenever the pot, uh, whenever the pot, the potter was working on turned out badly. Life does turn out badly, doesn't it? Things happen. As sometimes happens when you are working with clay, the potter would simply start over and use the same clay to make another pot. You know, things can happen, turn out badly. But remember, he's the potter and we are the clay and he gets that clay. He sees that something's happened to it. There's... There's some markings, there's disappointment, there's, um, it's, it's dry, it's broken. And so what does he do? This is what God does. He picks us back up and he goes, let's start over. It's never too late with him. And maybe you're feeling, well, I've stuffed up. Oh, I'm so disappointed. I feel like I can't get back up again. Remember this. He is the potter and you are the clay and everything is in control. Romans 8.28 says this, For we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love Him, who have been called according to 
His purpose. I heard this amazing story um, just to finish with about this place called Enterprise. It's in Alabama. And in the 1900s, it was devastated by this little insect called the boll weevil. And what the boll weevil did was it devastated the cotton crops, which was a huge, um, it produced a lot of cash in the south of, in, in the southern states of America. But this boll weevil devastated those crops and they lost so much money. There was one farmer, he had broken dreams because he was told by the bank, look, the only thing we can encourage you with is maybe plant peanuts. And he was like, peanuts? But that's not a, that's not cash. That's not a cash crop. So uh, the bank said to him, well, that's the only idea I can give you, plant peanuts. And what happened was he planted peanuts. And for that whole year, he started to prosper. No one ever thought of planting peanuts when they only knew cotton was their cash crop. And so they made millions of dollars just from planting peanuts. They prospered by planting other things um, besides cotton, and it was unheard of. And sometimes we think, you know, when something is broken, it can't be fixed. But I know with God, all things are possible with Him, through Him. He can reshape your broken dreams. And what I love is in this, in Enterprise Alabama, I don't know if they're going to show it on the screen, but they've made a monument. They made a monument to the boll weevil, this small insect that devastated the, the cotton crops. But they made a monument. And I just want to read this statement. Uh, it says this, For Bradley and the town of Enterprise, um, he said, So many people think, why did you build a statue to honour something that did so much destruction? And Bradley says this, It was more to recognise the fact that the boll weevil, that small insect that devastated the finances in the, in the southern states of America with the cotton crops, that devastated farmers. The boll weevil caused farmers to seek a better cash crop to replace cotton. And here's the thing, they made a monument to something that had devastated, but yet they found an answer in hidden places. And I know that's what Sam has said at the beginning of unlock, Unlocking Creativity, that creativity is finding answers in hidden places. And maybe God's saying to you, just seek the answer. It's in those hidden places. God has called us to be useful. He's created us to be useful. God is shaping us to be more like Him, to be more like Christ. And God can reshape our broken dreams because He is the potter and we are the clay. What I love about that story is that it was not over. They found creativity. They found the answer in hidden places, that it wasn't all about cotton. 
They could plant peanuts and other things. And they made millions and millions of dollars back in the 1900s. You can read about it. But I love the fact that they made a monument to this little bug that could have been, you know, (laughs) it could have been the end. This little bug destroyed our cities, destroyed our economy. But no, they made a monument because it made them look for hidden answers. It made them seek and look outside of the box. And maybe God's saying to you right now, seek those solutions. Look for them. Keep learning. Keep loving. Keep laughing. Keep leaning. And keep listening. I just want to finish with this. 1 Peter 5, 6 says, Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand that He may lift you up in due time. Maybe to be pliable so it can release creativity is that we need to humble ourselves under God's mighty hand. Stop fighting and start working with Him because He wants to use you Like I said before, like that special utensil. We are His vessel and He wants to fill us with creativity. During this time, I want to encourage you, church, be pliable. Humble yourself under the mighty hand of the potter. Because once you're shaped, you're molded by Him, you can never be the same again. But keep Letting the Word of God shape you. Don't let anything else shape you because you're going to look weird and strange. Let the Word of God shape your life and be pliable because when you're pliable, you're creative in Jesus' name. I just want to pray right now for everyone who's listening. I pray that this Word has really um, caused you to think but also stirred your heart and got your spirit like thinking about a lot of things. Father, I just pray for everyone listening right now. Lord, where they're feeling like they are languishing in the season, maybe there are broken dreams. Lord, I thank you that you can reshape it because you are the potter. And I thank you that everything is in control, that we don't need to worry. We can cast our cares upon you. I pray for those that feel like they're at a dead end and I really feel like there are people that are at a dead end right now. There are answers in hidden places. Maybe you need to ring someone. Maybe it's, yeah, I just read something about Pixar movies. They came up with an idea of um, three movies. I think it was Monsters, Inc., um, Bugs Life, and there was another movie, I can't remember it. They came out with three movies over lunch. Maybe you just need to eat food and it can release your creative juices. But I just pray, God, right now, release your creativity to those that feel like they're at a a dead end. And Holy Spirit, I thank you that you're in control, that you live inside of us. In Jesus' name, amen.